so many people hate their own response to the following question. So what does your company actually do? Because in this moment, my friend, you have three options, okay? Number one, pitch slap your prospect. Number two, fumble your way through a long-winded response. And number three, deliver a punchy elevator story that sparks intrigue. Now, if you're nodding your head at number three, but you're like, hold up, I don't even know where to begin, then hey, don't worry. I've got your back. All right, head on down to www.theraviregiani.com forward slash your elevator story to unlock your very own free elevator story script, template, and guide. Welcome to the Influential Communicator Podcast, where my mission is to help B2B salespeople sell more by becoming authentic storytellers and impactful communicators without suppressing who they truly are or their values. I'm your host, Ravi Rajani, and without further wait, let's get into it. Man, I have been craving the opportunity to record a solo episode for you. So, hey, hopefully this gives you the goodies because I miss it, man. I miss it. I've done a lot of guest episodes recently, but I haven't done many solo. And I was like, you know what? I want to do a solo today. You know what I'm saying? I want to hit you with that goodness. So one of the things that I picked up on many years ago, it must have been about three years ago now, was a YouTube video by Simon Sinek, where he was delivering a keynote or a workshop and he was in the middle of Q&A. And this lady stood up and she was basically asking a question about how to engage in effective communication when facing confrontation. And I thought it was fascinating in terms of Sinek's response. And hey, I wanted to bring that to you today and really walk through what he said, dissect it and give you a little cheeky template or script that you can use when specifically engaging in effective communication in times of that gut-wrenching confrontation with somebody in your team, right? And I suppose you could really try this in any area or walk of life, but I want to talk about it more specifically with somebody in your team. So context, right? You know, we always talk about in amygdala triggering scenarios, fight or flight. And more recently, people know there's freeze, right? Where we just stand there still and do nothing at all. But what about a piece? What about a piece? So we've got fight, flight, and freeze, but what about a piece? Meaning in highly confrontational situations, it can be really easy to let your inner people pleaser steal the show. And by the way, this is coming from a recovering people pleaser, all right? So I know firsthand how it feels when you leave your true thoughts feeling suppressed, and then your future self has to live with resentment of, oh, I wish I had said this in that moment, because really you've done yourself a disservice. So try this instead, okay? And it's Simon Sinek's FBI framework. I'm calling it a framework method or whatever it might be, but he talks about FBI. F stands for feelings, B stands for behavior, and I stands for impact, meaning you have to specifically say how you feel in that specific scenario. You have to specifically identify the behavior that is causing 
this feeling and you have to specifically state the future impact of what might happen if that behavior persists, right? And by the way, this can be done in any order, according to Simon Sinek. And I think it's gold, right? Now, going back to the YouTube video I was watching, he described his FBI process or framework, these three steps, and he actually gave this lady an example of what bad looks like and what good looks like. So here's what bad looks like in Sinek's words, and I'm paraphrasing a bit, but if somebody was late to a meeting, bad looks like Hey, Jim, you're always late to meetings. You need to come to meetings on time. Otherwise, insert negative outcome will happen right now. That definitely in that tone that I read it in would breed confrontation. It's not a good look. It's pointing the finger. And I tell you what, nobody likes a finger in their face. You know that, right? You wouldn't be listening to this show if you felt otherwise. But here's what's interesting. Sinek goes on to talk about what good looks like. And he used an example. Once again, I'm paraphrasing like this. When you showed up late to the meeting on Thursday, it made me feel really disconnected from you. And my concern is, is if you continue to show up late to meetings, then this disconnection will grow to the point where I'll stop trusting you. And the beauty is, Simon Sinek says in this moment, you need to just shut up after that final word of you or the final phrase of I'll stop trusting you. You just need to zip it and allow for silence and really allow that person to sit with what's just been said. Cut, pause, or whatever we need to say for me to get your attention. Because before we get back to the show, I have some breaking news. Okay, listen, ladies and gents, feature selling is dead. And story selling is alive. Because if you really want to build trust, stand out, and close more deals in a recession, then you need to try something new so you can drive your company to a world of efficiency and profitability. And that's exactly why I've opened up many slots this year for different companies to partner with me for implementing my story selling framework inside of their sales process. Now, the outcomes are all the good stuff. I'm talking about increasing average order value, collapsing time inside of your sales cycle and driving win rates. But more importantly, transforming your team to sell in a way that really focuses on human connection. And hey, that's what I'm all about. So if you're nodding your head right now, then head on down to www.therabbyrajani.com forward slash contact to book your complimentary discovery call to see if there's alignment. And hey, if there is, great. And if there's not, that's cool too. I'll see you on the other side. Now, I think this all comes down to context intention and delivery, right? Because if I said to you, hey, when you showed up late to the meeting on Thursday, it made me feel very disconnected from you. And my concern is, brother, if you continue to show up late to meetings, then this disconnection will grow. And guess what? It'll get to the point where I will stop trusting you, right? Can you imagine saying it in that way? I mean, not a good look right? So I really do think it boils down to delivering it in a way that's highly empathetic, highly authentic. And I know it's a buzzword, but you get what I mean. Highly authentic and also very, very timely. 
Like, I, th- I feel like it's got to be done in the right context. Like, for example, I personally would not say that to somebody in a room full of other people. I would do it in a one-to-one scenario, right? So I don't think it would be healthy, my opinion, to do that in a group scenario. So that's Synex FBI framework. And I think it's really cool, especially in the context that he's using it, right, of having to have a discussion with a colleague who's consistently late, right? And I think it's genius. I think it's really, really good. Now, I actually put this out on LinkedIn earlier this week, and it depends when you're listening to this episode, probably a few months ago by the time this episode is released. But I digress. I put this on LinkedIn. And there was a really interesting comment from a dude called Mike D'Angelo. Shout out to you, brother, if you're listening to this. But he said, look, this is really insightful. And he said that conflict resolution starts with authentic, honest, and open communication with yourself than with the other person. And I thought this comment on my post was genius by Mike because if you haven't really sat with yourself in silence, and your emotions are high, they're not neutral, right? They're high, good or bad. You can allow yourself to run away in the moment. And I think you've got to have a conversation with yourself, like an honest conversation with yourself about, do you have a part to play in this, right? How do you want to deliver this? How do you actually feel about it if you remove ego? Like all of these questions, I feel like you need to have a conversation with yourself versus being reactive in the moment and just using that script. So shout out, Mike. Shout out to you, brother, because I think that was gold. So listen, I hope this episode was useful for you. You know, that specific script, which I mentioned of what good looks like, of what Simon Sinek said on stage in this workshop, you can really use that for any scenario, really. You just need to think about the scenario that you're in and think about the emotion, right? Of how it made you feel. That's one of the variables. The other variable is identifying the behavior that's calling that, causing that feeling rather. And then finally, the other variable you can play with is helping the other individual understand what will happen if that behavior persists. And I think that's really, really powerful. And doing this can really allow your inner people pleaser to really start shifting, right? And saving your future self from a ton of resentment. So ladies and gents, I hope you enjoyed the episode. I'll see you next week with probably another guest episode, but regardless, same time, same place. Peace. I have a question for you, my friend. And that question is, is what would it take to have you subscribe to the Influential Communicator podcast and leave us a review on your podcast platform of choice? Because I tell you what, my friend, my big mission is to help B2B sellers and all listeners of this show sell more by becoming influential storytellers and communicators without without suppressing their personality and disowning their value. So hey, the more the word gets out about this podcast, the more people we can gather on this mission. So if you could support me, then hey, that would be dope. And if not, that's dope too. Either way, I got love for you. All right, I'll see you on the other side.